Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm really happy to be live on air today because last week um, my daughter was sick and my voice was leaving me and everything was like going weird and oh, I, I chose to play a, a, pre, a review of a show. Um, so this week I have a topic that came to me in the morning because that's just how I roll and maybe I can change that and have lots of topics for the future for all you guys to choose from and like enjoy and contribute to and go, hey, I'd like to know more about this. Hey, I'd like to know more about that. And actually, if there is a topic around sex, sexualness, gender, like anything that has to do with that, and I haven't talked about it, and you would to have me talk about it, send it in to me. I would love to explore the topics that you're interested in. So you can Facebook me, Melitza Jelinek. Um, I'm the super cute one. There are lots of us, but I'm the one that looks like, you know, my picture on A to Zen. That's me. Um, it's the same person. So uh, you can friend me. And then you can send me a little note and say, hey, can you look at this topic? That would be awesome. Or, hey, can you look at this topic? So please do contact me, and I'd love to talk about whatever you're interested in. So this evening, um, the topic that came to me was about gender. So um, it's kind of something that I was playing with most of my life. Like I've been curious about gender and gender roles most of my life. Um, and so the topic for this evening is loving the gender you are in. And I'll talk a little bit more about that after. So I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm like so, so grateful to be hanging out with you this week for all of you listening. And please join the chat room of Ada Zen. I'd love to have you guys in the chat room playing with me, asking questions, making comments. Uh, even just your presence in the chat room really contributes to the show. And also calling in um, an amazing thing, too. And I love to hear your voices. And even if you just want to call in and go, hey, thanks for the show. Or, hey, what are you talking about? You're crazy. Like, whatever works for you, I'd love to hear from you guys. So um, please do call in, write in, whatever is fun for you. Um, and there are ways to do that. So you can go directly on to adazen.fm and get into the chat room. You can also call. All our numbers are on the um, on the line there, too, if you go into A to Zen. So right now, um, too, in my life, I'm creating all kinds of crazy, interesting things. So if you do friend me on Facebook, you're going to notice that um, on my page, there are like 50 million different things going on right now because I... I'm involved in 15 different things all at once. That's fun for me. That's how I like to create multiple streams of income. It's like how I like to create my life. It's fun for me to, you know, sit at home and then one day all of a sudden I get a check for like $1,000 in the mail because, you know, I sold something last month for some company and it's like, woohoo, forgot I made that money. How's it get better than that? So, um, so for me, I'm like constantly creating things and uh, looking at things and looking at like what else can I add to my life? So, um, my life is not just the radio show. It's not just 
um, sessions with people. I do a lot of other things. So a lot of you who have ever listened to this show before know that I have a daughter, and she's turning seven tomorrow. How's it get any better than that? And um, she and I are creating a puppet show. On It's going to be on YouTube, and right now we have a preview uh, of our premiere show, so you can get kind of a feel for what we're creating. It's about four minutes of a show, and it's on my Facebook page. You can check it out. And it's going to be tools for kids using puppets. Um, it's called Puppet Adventures, and we are going to be um, talking about different things that come up for kids and looking at different questions they can ask to expand their life, and we're just having a lot of fun with that. So um, I would be creating one right now uh, if I wasn't on the show because my daughter was like so super excited about, Honey, can we make another puppet show today? So <laughs> we're going to be making uh, a lot of them. Uh, we just won't inundate you with them all at the same time. I also wanted to let you guys know that I've been playing a lot with uh, people via Skype for the last little while. Um, so I've been doing sessions long distance, distance energy work, um, symphony sessions from Access. And I've been doing them um, via Skype, which have been a lot of fun. So for anybody who would actually like to try them out, for the month of April, just because it's been so fun for me, um, I'm offering them for $75 a session. How's it get any better than that, right? Like, that's amazing deal. Um, I know if a lot of you guys are aware of, um, like, what can be created in a session, but, like, if you can change your life for $75, how freaking amazing is that? Um, I know, it's awesome. So I personally would choose it. I'm actually probably going to choose sessions with me online via Skype, and I'm going to see how that works out. <laughs> um, there's can work on me, so why not? Um, there's a little... Uh, other few things too that are going that are going on too that I may start to tell you guys more about um, in the future. But you know, for those of you who are wondering like what goes on on an online um, session, the, one of the things that I do is like you know we kind of look at what you know if you could get anything out of a session with me, what would it be? And it can be literally anything. Like if you're looking at creating more for your life financially, if you're looking at getting over some humps uh, and bumps in the bedroom, if you're looking at, you know, changing some stuff that you have about judgments about yourself or, or whatever it is that's coming up for you, um, guess what? I'm just one of those people who's like willing to be whatever it takes to get you the dreams that you're looking for. So if that means like I'm going to wear bananas on my head, I'll do that. If that means I'm dancing around shaking my booty for you, I'm going to be that. So <clears throat> whatever it is that you require, it's it's really like whatever the energy is that's coming up is what I um, attend to and I look at and we play with and then I facilitate that. So um, never know how it's going to show up because it's different every time. And the coolest thing is, is like for all of you listening, if you're not in my area, if you're not in Toronto area, if you're not even in Canada or Ontario and you aren't planning to come this way, and you've been kind of curious about what I'm doing or creating, and you'd like to play with me in some way, but you're not sure how, you can do that via Skype. It's amazing. Actually, so cool that um, I was playing with one of my friends via Skype, and her body was completely moving, and she wasn't looking, so she wasn't aware of what I was creating, and her body was moving as if I was there in person, which was so amazing. So everybody gets different results. It was just really, really fun for me to start to really become more aware of um, that it really doesn't matter. Time and space don't matter. And so wherever you are in the world, I can play with your body 
How does it get any better than that? And I can play with your energy. If you're interested, please contact me. I would love to see what shows up for you. So another uh, thing is like you might be hearing my voice sounds a little different. I, you know, some stuff's going on in my body. It's kind of cool. Because in the last month, I've literally spent 14 out of like 30 days in uh, intense access classes, changing my life, creating change, choosing different, getting awarenesses, getting information, getting so much information um, and clearings and all kinds of stuff. It's not only a contribution to me, but the beauty of it is that it's also a contribution to anybody and everybody um, who chooses to, to work and play with me. Because what? whatever I learn, I bring to you guys too. So I don't like hoard it. It doesn't stay in my underwear drawer forever and you guys don't get to look at it because it's, you know, that amazing song that only comes out once in a blue moon. No, it's like it's available to everybody. So what I'm um, playing with tonight with that this whole gender thing actually came up in one of the classes that I was in. And there was something uh, for me that was coming up where I felt like I had a... Uh, I felt like I was like the ugly duckling in the room. And so for everybody listening, please don't go into, oh my God, that's so sad. I feel so bad. Because I often get emails and letters and texts like, oh my God, I feel so bad that you felt that way about yourself. Okay, please don't go there for me. I'm just letting you guys know information. (laughs) I appreciate all your caring and kindness. It's not about that. It's more like, hey, I went through this stuff. I'm just letting you guys know if you ever go through slumps and you feel weird about yours, guess what? You're not the only one. Um, so for me, I was having this thing where I thought I was like the um, the ugly stepchild of, you know, somebody and I was just like being totally rejected. It was so weird for me. And what I was doing to myself um, and, and tr- you know, contorting myself into some weird thing that wasn't working for me um, and also not fully stepping and stepping into who I am. So after all these classes and I'd asked for some facilitation on it. Um, there was an awareness that came up that kind of got me and I was like, oh, interesting. So it had to do with um, identifying myself as a different gender. Like I wasn't identifying myself as a woman or I'm not, she wasn't really choosing to be, to be, um, to really fully enjoy being in the body of a woman, but more like being like a man or something. So I was like, well, that's curious. It's both, there was some truth behind it and there was this curiosity of like, well, if I really truly chose this body and it's a female body and I don't have like an offense to it it's not like I'm going this is really comfortable I need to change this gender is not working for me it's not that it's just like I was more like well eh, I'm kind of like I was kind of like indifferent to it in a lot of ways and more like rejecting that I am even possibly feminine so um, just stuff in my head. And if you guys have stuff in your head, hey, it's just stuff in your head. What if it's not even yours? Who does it belong to? So anything you have about your gender, uh, and you, and like that you maybe aren't um, as much of the gender that you could be, like you're not as womanly as you could be, or you're not as masculine as you could be, and everywhere that you've identified what that means to you and how significant those things are to you, um, if we can just like destroy and uncreate all that right now, times a godzillion, that would be fantastic. So let's do that. Um, destroy and uncreate everywhere where you've actually made your gender more significant than being. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because for me, it was like 
So for all of you who are first-time listeners, that is an access clearing statement, and you can go to theclearingstatement.com and find out more what that means. It just kind of changes the energy of things. We have judgments and conclusions and things that stick us in, like, that we've bought as real and true that aren't. So one of the things, too, gender, I don't know if all of you are aware of, like, so gender is actually just how we identify people through their genitals. So I went on this adventure today called Research on the Internet. And the adventure was really kind of fun. Um, I found out a lot of stuff that, well, a few things that I had already known. Um, and I just got more statistics on things that I'm aware of but didn't know how frequent they were. So one of the things is like, <clears throat> we don't just have male and female. And I'm sure a lot of you are aware of um, intersex, which is what they're now calling uh, different variations of hermaphroditism, hermaphroditism. That one is a mouthful for me. Um, It would be, actually, if you had both. But anyway, that's just an interesting point of view in my head that I just went to. So um, that is a... a Hermaphroditism is like where you have both genitals coming up in your life. Like when you're born... When you're born, most doctors look at you and go, that's a female, that's a male. So for one in... 1,500 babies that are born, they're actually born with unidentified genitals, and they kind of are assigned genitalia at birth. So the doctors will look at what predominant genital features they have and can go by that. And sometimes the doctors are right freaking wrong on what they choose for the people, and the people later in life are, you know, feel like, what the hell, I'm not a woman, but you doctors turned me into a woman. So <clears throat> a lot of the stuff that I was kind of ta- like checking out was how much we've made gender and the polarity of male-female, and that that's the only options that we can possibly have to be so-called normal, um, so real and so significant for people. So for me, that is just like another polarity, male-female, right, wrong, and yin-yang, right? A lot of times the yin is is uh, compared to the female, and the yang is compared to the male. And so we've got these polarized energies, or these polarized, what we see as polarities and opposites, but what if it's something completely different, and what if we are not any of those? Those are our bodies. What if our bodies are male and female, and what are we? Who are we as infinite beings? When we come back from break, let's explore all of that a little more. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex sexuality and copulation by tuning into the pleasure zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools inspiration and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well listen for the pleasure zone with Melitza every monday at 8 p.m eastern time 7 p.m central time 6 p.m mountain time and 5 p.m pacific time on a2zen.fm What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. 
What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What does optimal cell health mean? And how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.FM. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hi everyone, welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and tonight we're talking about gender, and the, the episode is called Loving the Gender You Are In. So I actually referred to it as the gender you are in, because for me it's like our gender, our genitalia, these bodies that we have are things that like we wear in this lifetime. So it's like the shirt you're in. What shirt are you in today? Well, today I'm in the shirt called, you know, female genitalia. So... Um, and female sex organs. So that's kind of like how I see it. So it's more like not that you are, you are an infinite being, but it's more like the genitalia that you are wearing now is the gender that you're actually in. So, you know, I was looking at a lot of things and I was also looking at like, what is it that I chose this word loving for? Normally I don't use the word loving. I would use the word gratitude or I don't usually use love. I use gratitude more. And then I really got the energy that loving is actually an action um, of being in gratitude. So when you're in loving with something, it's very different than being in love with something. So just check the energy on that for you. For me, it's very different. It's like, oh, I'm in, I'm in this loving action that continues to grow and grow. And it's not something that's like, uh, like with me for love, there's more of a definition of a conclusion of what that's going to look like but in loving there's this growth this change there's this like um sort of uh more of more possibilities show up with that for me so loving the gender you're in doesn't mean that you love the gender you're in it's that you're loving 
it. Like every 10 seconds you're choosing to have gratitude for it. So what does the gender you are actually mean to you? So I kind of told you what it means to me. It's that like we're actually wearing these things or just my point of view, right? So what does the gender you are in mean to you? And by that I mean like if you're choosing to have a female gender, male gender, intersex gender, no gender in this body embodiment, um, what does it mean to you to have these assignments? Like having the assignment of being a female in this lifetime, what have I made super significant about that? So have I made being a female different in this lifetime? Like have I used it as a proving to prove how smart I am, to prove how worthy I am? You know, and if I were born with different genitals, would I act a different way? Or is that just who I am and who I be? So what does the gender that you are in mean to you? And everything that is can we just destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. So what if your gender that you're in could actually be a contribution to your life and living? Wouldn't that be cool? So for me, I you know, I look at like as a female, what is possible? This body, what could I choose to be and do different? That I you know, as a male body would possibly not choose to be or do. So with a female body, um, you know, I was reading this book recently, Salon de Femme by Gary Douglas, and it's like kind of like life lessons for <laughs> for if you've chosen to have a female gender in this lifetime, what it will, you know, it contributes to you and like how you're showing up in the world. So for me, um, I did a lot of like rejection of femininity. I was really good at it. As a little kid, I, I loved dressing up as a little girl. And then somewhere along the way around grade two, uh, I just got totally made fun of all the time for dressing in dresses constantly. I loved dresses. I loved how they felt. I even like just liked wearing see-through dresses. I had these amazing see-through dresses and I was supposed to wear slips under them because we had slips back then. I don't even think they exist anymore. So I had slips under these see-through dresses and and I would like and I didn't have them most of the time either and I just like loved walking around with these see-through dresses on. I thought they were freaking amazing. And then at some point I remember like little girls, other little girls making fun of me, although the little boys were really cool about it. They were like, "Hey, cool. I can see your underwear. Hey, it has flowers on it. Look at mine." I'm like, hey, you guys are really cool. Like, you're not making fun of me. You're actually kind of cool about my underwear. That's awesome. But little girls, they were there was something going on with them, right? And and I had this, like, confidence extreme where I was like, hell yeah, I'm the shit. And then all of a sudden, there was all this projections, judgments, conclusions, all this stuff, like, tossed at me where I just turned into a freaking turtle and hid everything, hid my body, hid myself, um, and I bought their points of view as real and true, so it's not that they're bullies, like, I could have said, no, I'm not buying your crap, I chose to buy their crap, so I bought it, I bought their points of view about my gender, I bought their points of view about what is right about, you know, what they were wearing, what was wrong about what I was wearing, um, so a lot of these things, like, gender also often has to do with you know, how we dress. You know, right now, um, it's it's more ambiguous, although maybe 40, 50 years ago, we're looking at maybe like 1940s and 50s when women didn't wear pants so much. 
there is definitely like a dress code for female and male. And then for anybody who was kind of um, herm- hermaphroditic or intersex, they really didn't, they had to kind of choose what are they going to wear. So now we have more of a, a way you can kind of get around that, right? So we've got, we've got more um, androgynous things for people to wear and where before that wasn't so much the case. So um, part of, for me, really uh, loving the gender I'm in is for me, it's to start playing with all of these things that um, are supposed to be uh, in this reality assigned to women. And I was rejecting so much that like this this reality doesn't work for me. However, guess what? I can work with this. I can actually work with this reality. I can have it work for me, um, and I also simultaneously don't have to choose it. So, isn't that fun and strange and cool? So with uh, choosing this like more femininity, like, my body started to choose um, different clothes to wear. It actually, I took my body shopping when my body picked out these, sorry, <coughs> incredibly uh, feminine clothes that I, I wasn't even aware that I had curves where these clothes created curves. So um, if you're if you have this thing where like that I had, which was like I don't feel feminine in anything I put on me, uh, I just look frumpy, um, and I had, those were all my judgments about me, um, and judgments that I picked up from other people all the time, and judgments they have about themselves, and all of that stuff, right? There's so much of it just flying around, like you know, shit piles being tossed across the room constantly, and we're always getting hit by some speck of shit at least, or a pile that you never know. So. For in this case, it was like really willing to ask my body what it would like to wear because my body's the one wearing the clothes, and my body actually likes the gender that it is. Um, I just had like points of view about it, so it's funny because does an infinite being have a gender? So, not so much, right? So um, when we start to identify ourselves and we're like, I am a woman. Well, not so much. You have a female body. You are an infinite being in a female body. So it's a little different. It's that when you start to really like, oh, this is who I am and define yourself only as your gender, it starts to limit who and what you be. Um, so then you'll start to play with these traditional roles, right? It's once you've identified yourself, I am a woman instead of I'm an infinite being in a female body. Um, so as a, I am a woman, you would go to these things like, okay, my job is to marry and have children. Um, I'm going to put everybody else welfare before my own. You know, I'm supposed to be a martyr. I'm supposed to be loving <laughs> loving and compassionate and caring, nurturing and sympathetic. And and every once in a while, um, it's time to be a little sexy for, you know, for the husband only or... Um, or, you know, I can feel beautiful from time to time, but only, you know, in certain circumstances. So, um, and for men, it would be like this typical stereotype would be to be the financial provider, to be assertive, competitive, independent, courageous, all these things that, and also for men, it's like their job, according to our, our rules of gender, is to initiate sex. So for a lot of for what was going on for me was 
I'm I'm an initiator of sex. So I started to identify myself and a lot of the things that come up for men, like being um, you know, a wage earner and all these other things. I actually have a lot of these male characteristics. More so than female characteristics, although I have a lot of these other so called female characteristics. So what if these things, these female stereotypes and these male stereotypes are actually uh, not real and not true? And what if they're just sort of qualities uh, that we can choose? So is caring something that you can choose to be? Yes. Whether you're a man, you know, whether you have male genitals or female genitals, guess what? You can choose caring. And you can also choose to be courageous if you have male or female genitalia. And you can also initiate sex, whether you have male or female genitalia. So it's like everywhere where you believe that that wasn't possible and that still, if you're still buying the idea that as a woman, you're supposed to wait for the man to come to you or to come first, well, guess what? Can we just destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. What if it's all choice? And you can actually choose. If you'd like to, you can do that. If you choose to be caring as a man, you can be that. Like, what if you don't have to just be hard and fast with what your gender assignment is or um, or to even just rule your life according to the choices you make because men can do these things and women can do these things. So when we come back from break, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And for anybody who would like to join the chat room, come on in. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show, with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What does optimal cell health mean, and how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. 
the PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and today uh, the topic is loving the gender you are in. So I particularly word it that way because it's a gender that we're actually in. And in this lifetime, this is the gender we are in. So whether that's male, female, intersex, no sex, it's like that's the gender we've chosen. So, um, no, that's weird. We chose it. Guess what? <laughs> So even if you chose hermaphrodism, like how does that work for you? Is it working for you? And um, I actually looked up some information on that because gender has fascinated me for a very long time. It actually started to fascinate me when I, I think I was about 10 or 12 years old and I believe I was watching either Geraldo Rivera um, or maybe it was Jerry Springer. I can't remember. It was like a show that was on, had to be on almost 30 years ago, so... One of the things that I saw on it was a person, and I think it was Geraldo, and they actually had been born with no genitals. So that fascinated me. And that has like been in my awareness my entire life that this is actually a possibility. And for me, that, that the whole possibility that if you can have be born with no gender, what else is possible? And then I, you know, was curious. I was like, okay, well, what else is possible? So then I found out about hermaphrodites, and that fascinated me. And then I'd actually met a person in when I was in my early 20s who um, was born with both genitals and had actually been married to a man and to a woman at different times in their life. And that fascinated me, and I was like, wow, they, they live their life as a woman, but because they're they don't have a gender assignment in particular, they both they had both um, genitals. They could legally marry whoever they wanted, which was really freaking cool to me. I was like, wow, what a way to get around all these laws. No gay marriage at the time. Um, that, that's freaking brilliant, is what that is. So. One of the um, things I thought, oh, I could look up. I know that hermaphrodite, the word hermaphrodite, actually came from um, the Greek gods, and I just I didn't quite remember where how it came about. So what I learned, I remembered and learned again today, was that hermaphroditus, hermaphroditos, was the son of Aphrodite and Hermes. So they took the two names, Hermes and Aphrodite, and you got hermaphrodite, um, and is it was actually born male and was transformed into an androgynous being by 
a union with a water nymph. So the name for this word, uh, hermaphrodite, came from that. So part of that little history of the word hermaphrodite, too, is that they also suggest that there's a suggestion there in um, Wikipedia that hermaphrodite um, started the institution of marriage, that that there was references to that in there, that the association with marriage seems to have been that by embodying both masculine and feminine qualities, he symbolized the coming together of men and women in sacred union. That was like, wow, fascinating. So I'd actually been so curious about this sort of gender stuff most of my life that I had been around a lot of different cultures and different people. And in some cultures, um, like in India, there are cultures that actually, and I don't know exactly what they are because I didn't write this information down, but um, the people who are born um, with both genitals are actually considered to be um, sort of uh, amazing in a way that they are usually um, encouraged to become dancers. So or artists some type, I believe it's dancers. So they're, they have sort of a designated role. And the other thing is that I learned um, several years ago, it was probably 15 years ago, I used to do a lot of sweat lodges, and I was hanging out with um, a lot of Native American, Aboriginal people and doing different um, things, uh, different ceremonies and things. And one of the things that came up at one point was they were talking about this person being two spirits. And I wondered what that meant. And they said, oh, that's like when the person, it can be two different things. It can be two spirits is also when men, from what I understood, from what I was taught, was that um, it's where the men, uh, you can actually be men enjoying men, women enjoying women, but it can also be where you're born with both genitals. And they're highly revered in over, I think it was like a hundred and yeah, it was like over a hundred and thirty North American tribes have documented um, alternative gender roles, like the female male um, being born with both, as being like really highly revered, and they were actually considered healers and shamanics, shamans, sorry, um, performing shamanic practices, and their lifestyles were honored quite highly. It was not until um, other people, you know, came across them, they started to be, oh, like nasty things. We won't get into that. But it fascinates me that there are entire, um, and just entire societies that that are totally aware of this, yet there's, you know, we have our Victorian English societies who have diminished um, the amazingness of, like, hey, not only do you have choice of male or female, these people are asking questions in some way to me. It's so cool. Like, they are tapped into possibilities that I didn't choose to tap into. They're tapped into the possibilities of both genitals. I think that's freaking amazing. That's my point of view. And um, I've actually did some more research where the one of the people who was born... Um, as with both genitals, ended up getting pregnant, and they found out that they, the person had a really hard time giving birth because the pelvic wall was too the the pelvic opening was too small, so they had to crack it open. But this, the doctors later <coughs> um, realized that this person had more dominant male traits, and so uh, giving birth was very difficult. So 
<clears throat> if you actually do research on this, if this topic fascinates you as much as it does me, you'll find a lot of information all over the internet, um, all over medical documents as well. And they're, they've actually had documented photos of um, of like hermaph hermaphroditic bodies, um, and they were considered like art pieces. So, you know, just as like that to me fascinates me. So I wonder how many lifetimes have I actually been a hermaphrodite? How cool is that? Um, and uh, and any of us, right? So everywhere where we were judging um, that one gender is is the only way, um, what else is possible? <clears throat> and you know, let's just destroy and create everything that we made super valuable about having one and only gender. And what if we are actually infinite beings? And the gender, whether it's you know, you're you have both genders and you have no gender or you have one gender, what if all of that is just choice? I know it can be kind of strange and mind blowing, but what if we chose that before we even came in? And what if there's nothing wrong with it? What if there's nothing wrong with being male, nothing wrong with being female, nothing wrong with being intersex, nothing wrong with being no sex? What if not, none of it is a wrongness? How much more can we receive from everybody, anything in the entire universe if we weren't in judgment of any of that? So for me as a female, um, you know, I kind of had sort of this like thing, you know, I was telling you guys about when I was a kid, right? And I sort of went indifferent towards being a female, I guess. I wasn't doing the walking around in my see-through dresses so much anymore, and I wasn't really strutting my stuff so much. Um, and and then I kind of, you know, thought, okay, well, this doesn't, you know, that was sort of the way it was going to work for me. Um, and that, you know, men seemed to have it easier, boys had it easier, they could just wear their jeans and shirts and nobody would bug them. And, you know, nobody would pick up that they're walking around in their three dresses and how awesome their cool flower panties were. Um, so for for me, it's like somewhere along the way, I just went, oh, I'll just I'll just go with not um, not even expressing oh, what my body is truly asking to express, which according to my body, most of my life has actually really desired to express being adored and admired. Um, any of you out there have that? <laughs> Would your body like to be completely adored and admired? Um, I think a lot of bodies actually are choosing that. It's just that we are sort of not listening to them. So is now the time to start listening to your body and start loving the gender you're in? So what if this gender can actually be a contribution to you? And, you know, how many lies, too? Like, we have this thing where... We start to think that um, our our gender is not so great, or it is so great, or if I, as a woman, I you know can't be a contractor, I can't be a this, I can't be a, like, you know, that's changing a lot, thank God, on the planet. But even when I was born, um, that was that was a predominant way of thinking. So what if, um, what if there's actually you know, what lies have you bought about the gender that you're in and everything that is? Can we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Like, what if it has nothing to do with gender at all? What would you choose? What would you choose if your genitals weren't actually the ruling factor of how you present yourself in the world? Who would you be? What would you look like? What would you choose? What would you wear? So, and how much fun can it be to have the genitals you have and to utilize them to your advantage? Are you willing to use your genitals and your gender assignment to your advantage, no matter what it is? 
And if you are intersex and if you are male or if you are female or if you are no sex, what if you can use all of that to your advantage? You know, I'm pretty aware if I was no sex, I'd be like taking pictures and getting a fuckload of money for that just because people would be fascinated by it. Um, so, you know, what works for you? Like, how can you actually make money with your gender as your gender, as the gender that you chose? And so I've been playing with that, like, what works for me to create money, to generate money, to create and generate anything in my life with the body that I'm choosing? And part of the body that I'm choosing is part of this gender that I've chosen as well. So um pretty kind of curious now and kind of stoked about looking at um, what I can create in my life. And so when we come back from break, I'll have a few more minutes to uh, wrap it up and tell you what else I found. Thanks. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show, with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What does optimal cell health mean, and how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. 
Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. So i got a couple more minutes to play with you guys. I'm so excited for that because... Um, I just had, like, so much information. My brain was on overload today from, like, woohoo, I'm investigating gender, woohoo. So um, one of the things was, like, looking for me at what I was judging about my gender. Like, as a female, what was I judging about me? And also to look at, too, for me, um, is, like, where have I rejected women or thinking that women aren't my friends or they're all bitches or, um, or men are all assholes? Like, I was... I had like a lot of different points of view about um, genders, and over the last few years, I've really like eliminated most of them. Uh, though there was still like last year, there was still some stuff coming up um, for me. So what I was noticing was that there that a few things that I did to start to eliminate my points of view about my own gender and my own genitals, because I had these points of view. I'm like, oh, they're this, that, they're blah, 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 blah. Oh my god, like the list went on. Um, really funny, like it was making my the look of my genitals was so important, um, and in fact, because they were going to be you know on the front of a magazine that was going to be worldwide, and everyone was going to see them uh, somehow in my fantasy world. So they had to be absolutely freaking perfect if the entire world's going to see them, which nobody in the world was going to see them um, except for my lucky lover. And so one of the things that um, I kind of was playing with was okay, if I don't, if I'm kind of uncomfortable with my genitals, I wonder what other people's genitals look like. So I watched this program, um, it was a documentary called Petals, and it's about women's genitals. So as women, if you have like comments about your genitals or other women's genitals, or you think yours are so great, but that somebody else's is like, ah, their labia are so big, or their this is so that, or their, like whatever the judgment is, this documentary is phenomenal, Petals, on getting you out of bullshit, and it's actually to see the beauty in women's vulvas, and they actually look like flower petals. So he does these castings, and they're phenomenal. Um, there's another one, too, where he does photographs. I think one of them is photographs, and the other one is... There's two documentaries. One's castings, and they're amazing. Um, and the other one is uh, like flower petals, and they're absolutely beautiful. So for any of you who have points of view about what your genitals look like, uh, you know, that might be a contribution to you. Have fun with that. And what works for you, like what would you like to, um, you know, what would your body like you to to receive from you? So, you know, even if you get out that mirror for women or men, just stand in front of the mirror, like look at your genitals and pot and pot all your points of view you have about them. So all the judgments you have about their, you know, oh yeah, they're this and they're that, or they're not this or they're not that. Like all of that, all of that's judgments. Everything where they're good or they're bad is all judgments. And what if you could receive more of you by just being in total allowance of you, being in total allowance of the gender that you're in, being in allowance of the genitals that are part of the gender that you're in, and really starting to have this energy of loving the gender that you're in and, and having fun with it. So you're your gender for women also includes your breasts and for men too, your lack of or whatever. Like it includes your it includes all of your um sex organs, so all of it. Whatever you're judging about it. 
just look at that mirror, check them out, pod, so point of creation, point of destruction, everything that you bought is real and true um, about your body that's actually a lie, and start to be tapping more into what is fun about your body, and what your body would like to do with, what your body would like to do, and be, and have, and receive, um, way more fun, so for all of you guys looking for some fun documentaries, documentaries, I, I really enjoy sex documentaries. There's like a million of them on Netflix, or at least there was last year. Um, enjoy them. They're they're actually fascinating for to me. Uh, and if you like this show, you'll probably like those documentaries as well. Um, so in the meantime, guys, I'm almost done. I'm so gl- so glad and grateful that you've all um, listened to the show today. Um, so. If you do have a thing about, I don't like women, I don't like men, think about it. Are you a woman? If you don't like women, then you don't really like you. So how about we start getting ourselves out of all of that shit and start to really like who we be. Not only like who we be, celebrate who we be, enjoy who we be, have fun with our bodies. And a little less of the judgment and a little less of the criticism of others and all that stuff, like, we all do it. So how about if we just stop that? Um, and we start to actually have gratitude for our bodies, for others' bodies, and and to uh, not be in the, oh, you're so this, and uh, or, you know, hearing it in our own heads about ourselves, right? So a lot of us hear it in our own heads, and some of you out there might be creating that as well. So thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to connect with me and have a session with me, find me on my website, www.milicajelenic.com, and you can have a Skype session with me. Woohoo! Um, and you can just chat with me. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body. 